Hello, welcome to Space City Nerd. Uh, we're going to have a little mini episode. It's just going to be me. But getting ready for Comic Palooza, I kind of wanted to grab some some of the people that are going to be there, exhibitors, vendors, guests, and stuff like that. And today, the one and only Olive Knight, Chris Hernandez. Sure. How are you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. How are you doing? Uh, doing well. Doing well. Just So we're getting ready for Comic Palooza. And I've been a fan of yours for, I don't know, since you started making me buy metal pins. <laughs> Appreciate the support. Oh, no problem. Yeah. So you run Skyder House, which is basically kind of an art house. It's basically just our, it's our way of kind of sneaking our brand into the production company so people can associate the, the art with the, with uh, who's making it. So, you know, if, if people don't know what Skyder is, at least they'll know what comes out of Skyder House for sure. So, so what is a Skyder? A Skyder, uh, basically it's a skull spider. It's just uh, a combination of those two words together. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to say theater, but normally I would say that would be two Ds. And normally we like double Ds, but not in Skype. <laughs> uh, so you, what you've been doing with your, I guess you could say, character? I, I mean, is it a character? Is it like just, what would you describe it as? I, I pretty much describe it as a platform. Um, you see a lot of these these days in uh, designer toys where they have a platform which is basically kind of like a blank toy kind of like a money mm-hmm. or a dunny or uh one of those uh blow dolls and uh, basically, basically what we do basically is just funko take... pops <laughs> yes sir yes sir it's just it's it, it starts with just you know a couple of fingers and a skull and we just tr- you know transform it into whatever kind of pop culture uh you know icon that we, that you can recognize or also you know we like to do a little bit of originality and kind of give it a backstory too but a, a skyder basically is kind of um i would call it kind of like if somebody died that was famous and they came back they wouldn't come back fully as themselves but the skyder is kind of a reincarnation of them so it's kind of like an afterlife but it's corporeal so it's it's it's, it's within our reality but in the skyder mythology there's a couple of things that one has to do in the kind of the Skyder underworld to make it back to the, the real world so they can kind of finish what they were kind of ordained to do, almost kind of like trying to complete their fate. Wow. Well, I, okay. I honestly did, didn't know there was that much lore to it. That's kind of awesome. But um, looking like... No, we, so, we, we build on it every day, so it, it's good to have something, you know, to back up the art. Oh, okay. I, I'm glad it wasn't just something you pulled out of, you know, out of nowhere, you know? <laughs> Um, <laughs> looking at my wall, cause right here at my wall, I have my, all my pins up and, uh, I mean, I've got, I've got a lot of your stuff. I've got, uh, a Megatron, a wizard or a bunch of star Wars stuff, a Mario thing, uh, Marvin, the Martian uh-huh. ghost in the shell. And man, these are some really gruesome looking figures. I mean, you, I mean, of course you're going towards more of the horror art and things like that, but, right, um, right. Enamel enamel pins have been able to like capture art really well, uh, especially with yes. your style, and it's also something that's been taking off yeah. in the in the art world. Because I know you do prints, I know you do some vinyl figures and things like this, but I, I'm, I'm guessing pins are probably going to be your biggest seller, correct? Yeah, that is correct. Um, when I when we very first started, especially with the concept of a skider, it was kind of hard to decide how to how to bring it to life. And we decided to go with kind of the inking format. And of course, when you ink something and then you can digitally color it, it, it makes a good sticker. Mm-hmm. And if you just blow that up, you, you know you already have a print. So we were very happy that we were able to uh, take that design and almost pretty much accurately 
recreate it in a pen form. It just needs to be the right size to capture all the detail. And I mean, did you get in? Because obviously right now uh, the pen world is just, I guess, money. There's so much money in there. Uh, I don't want to say it's, was it because of the money, but did you just really like that whole collectability factor that the, the pins have? Uh, most definitely. There's a there's a few people that I, I, I admire for their artwork and I and I feel like they kind of uh, open the door, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for us other artists to come in. You know, you have your your Luke Chews, which, you know, he does a lot of animals and kind of it's not very detail oriented, but you can it has some kind of an emotional impact, you know, connection with the viewer. But um, most definitely getting into pens was kind of like, uh, well, let's try this and hopefully we. Uh, you know, we have some kind of success with it, but pretty much after the second or third pin, it really took off for us. And by that time, it, we felt that it was a good time to kind of, you know, get away from the daily grind and start with our art production company. So it kind of opened up a door for us that we've never had before. And it's really letting us get out there and, and get, get into the community and travel more and, you know, actually interact with these other amazing artists that we, uh, we happen to follow, you know, on Instagram and Facebook as well. How do you feel that some of your pins sell out as fast as uh, Yeezys do for Adidas? Uh, I mean, it feels pretty good. And sometimes it can get kind of get kind of hairy because if it doesn't sell out quickly, you you know you got to kind of wonder, you know, you know, is it is it the the you know is it the art? Is it the way people connect? Because of course everybody wants to gravitate towards the pop culture items, but we also want to you know, represent the art on an original level. You know, like I said, there's a mythology to it. So it's more kind of the foundation that we use to, to, to jump a jumping off point for these pop culture uh, pieces that we do. Mm-hmm. But most definitely when, when they start selling that fast, you know, it, it you know, it, it's good. And, and when you maintain it, you know, you're like, well, you know, we can actually go somewhere with this and money is, you know, money is necessary to live on. And then it's also good to get things that you want. But it Correct. also is a way to build the business up, you know. It lets you uh, open doors. Like I said, if you get to travel and then you get to see these other people and then show them your artwork, you know, you're, you know, you're act- instead of having to wait for somebody to like you on Instagram, you're actually going up in front of them, and they can actually see all the, you know, all the work you put into it. So, it, it, you know, it, money's good, but you know, it's better when when we can spread the art further. Now, I kind of want to go back a little bit to let our audiences know how. You drop your pins, um, not every Friday night, but on Friday nights, uh, Chris goes ahead at I think around nine o'clock usually, and releases, yes, <laughs> yeah, releases about two hundred and fifty pins. Correct around maybe like, I think that's an average number. Yeah, pretty close. We we were we were getting higher LEs, but now we're kind of reducing it, just because we want to be able to, uh, you know get the demand where it needs to be. We were doing a lot more pins, but when, I, when we were doing a high LE of pins, we were basically doing one variant, which is basically the original colorway. But now we kind of mix it up and lower the LE a little bit to, uh, you know, to drive interest into the pins. You know, some people, there's people that like to collect the art, and then there's some people that want to have value, you know, built into it, like an investment. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they want to buy the art so they can kind of, you know, trade it off to get something else that they want. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of different uh, people in the market that that want to grab the pins. So most definitely we started going larger, but it, it, overall in the end it's it's better if we keep it nice and tight 
And then that way, you know, everybody can kind of, you know, get that energy and excitement trying to uh, grab the next variant or complete a set. Well, the it, what I was also going to say, it's like those, um, let's say 100 to 200 pins get released. And by 9 o'clock and maybe 35 seconds, all 100 pins are, or 200 pins are gone. That's insane how many people are just are you know ready there but you you've i mean you've grown a lot i'm you did one of the nerd wars posters for us like i think the second yes. or third one yes and i know you're trying to break into the art scene and after that man you you picked up so much it's really incredible to see your growth you've got people tattooing your artwork on themselves yes there, there's a there's a little i almost say fanaticism about it you know, <laughs> fanatic fanaticism i mean I have maybe one skyder, official skyder on me, but there's a lot of people that they really like the way the, the art interprets and mm -hmm. they want to have that, you know, per basically permanently attached to their body. So anytime, you know, they're, they're, they're basically just carrying the art with them because a lot of people, they they wear their pins, but some people don't. But it's a good, it's another way for the art to be mobile and, you know, attract more attention. But most definitely, um, you know, we've kind of come a, come, well, we've come a long way and it's just oh, yeah. developed and evolving and I, I believe when we started with y'all it was we you know we did the flyer and then y'all let us you're very generous in letting us do the the party with y'all for comic palooza and i think mm -hmm. that was even before we started going to comic palooza and uh it, you know it's, it's it's like i said we, we went through our we when we hit our skyder phase that's pretty much what we we stuck to so you know like i said we're creating a brand and now that we got all eyes on the art and, you know, we're very fortunate to have a, a good community that supports us. And then we also try to turn around and, and help them out and kind of, you know, keep everything, you know, fair because, you know, it kind of gets hectic at times. We're also just trying to give back. And, and by giving back, we can kind of tap into that older stuff that I was doing at that time that we were doing that flyer. And then, you know, having people kind of associate, you know, more than skiders, you know, we want to kind of well, this is what else I like. You know, I'm not just a you know one trick pony. I want to show you that I got different sides to me. And, you know, <laughs> you'll reach people. Some people don't like spiders. Some people don't like skiders. But you know, they might be drawn towards the other kind of artwork. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, right now, you have is is the open order for your anime one still going on right now, or is that did that close already? Oh, actually, we closed that. We had that open for about a week, and we that was the first time we've ever had two pins on pre-order. Or two different designs. Normally, we'll do a pin. We like to do pins. Like sometimes you can make a pin, and you you really don't like. I said you really don't know how the the, the community is going to react to it. So sometimes we'll have an order that's what we call an open pre-order, and people can order you know as many as they want. And then usually, when people order get to a certain amount, kind of like Kickstarter, uh, we kind of throw in another variant. So it kind of rewards the, rewards the community for you know supporting us. And then when they get their pins in the mail, they're blind bag. So, you know, they always, hopefully, they'll get a rare variant of that pin. And that's kind of, you know, it kind of, that's what drives that art in the pre-order is that, you know, we're, let, we're letting people have what they want instead of having to be like, okay, if you didn't catch it at this time, then you're, you're, you know, you're out of luck. But, you know, we don't want to be, be drive our business like that all the time. You know, we want to give the fans what they want when we, when we can't afford to do it. I know you don't pick favorites either because out of all the, the blind bags I've gotten, no uh, rare editions for me. So uh, it, That looks bound to change. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Actually, no, I've got the Marvin the Martian one. I got the okay. Ellie on that one. So You got the, the Adventure Time. Is that what it is? Oh, wow, I just noticed that. 
yeah, it's kind of hard to make it out, but it's there. <laughs> That's crazy. Huh. So Comic Palooza, I've been seeing a lot of people talking uh, for Drop Buddies, which are yes. people people that, you know, if someone's going and someone's out of state that can't make it, they ask someone to be there for them to grab some pins. Uh, what are you going to be releasing for Comic Palooza in your Skyder style? For Comic Palooza, and then and this is a, kind of an important thing, is kind of being at the right place at the right time. So definitely for Comic Palooza, we're looking to, to release more comic book property-oriented pins. Like we're going to release uh, a print that we had released last year in New York. It's a it's a it's a Wolverine print based on his Weapon X design. So it has him in it with his helmet and his visor. So it kind of, it kind of looks like Cyclops, but it's actually Weapon X. Mm-hmm. And then we'll also be releasing. Uh, an Iron Man pin, which is one of the very first stickers that we uh, that we produce, and we're finally bringing them around. We've already done Captain America, we've done Daredevil based on the show, and I believe Charlie Cox is going to show up this year. Mm-hmm. I, I think he had canceled last year, but this yeah, year definitely, I'm going to try to catch him and probably give him a pin. And I already have an open edition print that's about to drop too. And then also we have a few surprises we have some variants from older pins that are going to be a lower le so and they're only going to be available at comic palooza so definitely gives more people an opportunity to come to come to our booth and you know grab what they can and you know just make it exciting for everyone plus we're also going to probably have a wide selection of our uh, our kind of our resin figures that we've been kind of trying to push out lately like our are kind of like our normal size Monarch Skyder. And then we're gonna, I'm working on a new format for the Bishop Skyder. And then I'm also, uh, I got my bootleg uh, airlock fi- figures, which are based on my astronaut design of Moons of Madness. And then also I have, you know, when I grew up in the 80s, you know, you couldn't get away from Madball. So we have our version. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to have I'm gonna have some blank versions there that you can kind of do it yourself. And then I'm also have some, uh, some painted ones and some one-off ones. So, you know, if you want to, collect some kind of higher end art personally from the artist you know it's gonna be there yeah and i think it's really important to to you know pay attention to you because you know there's a lot of vinyl art there's a lot of you know a lot of this indie art but we have someone here in houston that's actually really pushing it because uh when we're talking about the le's what is the highest that you've seen one of your pins go for as far as value or Uh, like on on a no like on a resale on a resale uh i would say and it like the 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 most popular pin that we have that seems to maintain its value is our victorious pin which is our first female skyder pin that we released gorgeous kind of based on yeah victorious it's uh kind of based on like a japanese geisha she has like a i think like a i want to say she has a turquoise face and then she has like blue hair with pink uh cherry blossoms Mm -hmm. but that we, that was our, I believe, our fourth or fifth pin we released when we very first started, and that pin has has maintained its value between I think two fifty and three hundred. Wow. So, the other pins have kind of kind of uh, settled down in value, but that one still remains the same, and that one's an LE one hundred. And if you if you ever you know keep a close eye on the group, you see a few people modding these. You know they want a specific color scheme for their collection, mm-hmm. so you definitely know that those uh, numbers are dwindling. And also, there is a rare LE10 white Vic variant, which is white and black. And that's never gone up for sale because that's something that we would gift to our uh, 
to our members, you know, for for being, you know, a, a positive, you know, and setting a positive example in the community. So that's something that we give out, and that's never been sold. So I'm sure that would probably be three times as much as the regular one if it happened to sell, but I, I kind of doubt it won't. Hey, Chris, I volunteered for years at Texas Children's Hospital. <clears throat> uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I did a positive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But you saved a few lives. I got you. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, yeah. With all these like licenses that you or properties, excuse me, I don't want to say license, but the properties that you've been uh, touching up on, you know, from Star Wars to comic books and things like that, what is what's what's something that you want to head towards to, and like your dream property to work work with? My dream property, I don't. Know. It, it's fun. It's a funny thing because it's there's a lot of things that that I I've, I've started series on, like you know. I've, kind of started doing a he-man series mm-hmm. i've started uh there I st- I, actually i'm gonna have a garbage pail series coming out that you know that's another thing that i grew up with um i haven't really touched on any disney series yet which i do like as well uh technically um, you did star wars yeah now and, and now marvel <laughs> as, as as far as as like the old let's say old school oh but, okay um, <laughs> But uh, I don't know. I mean, it's like as far as pop cultures go, I can really t- touch. I can really, you know, try my try my, uh, you know, my skill at any one of those properties. And, and you know, it's just it's, it's a freedom. You know, you have you have you have demand for people that want to see this, you know, what that, what things are popular now. But there's also a lot of those things, you know, you grew up with that you kind of have a kinship to. So it's it's not like I don't have anything kind of set in mind. I just want to keep keep pushing forward. And I mean, there's a lot more things I want to do. I want to expand off of, like, for instance, the airlock figure. That's kind of a almost kind of the the whole life cycle of a Skyder. You know, it's got the it's got the he's got the body, and then it's got the head, and you can remove the head. So it's kind of like the life cycle of how a Skyder works. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just want to integrate that into like other pieces, like other. We have plans for other characters that we're coming out with, but I think most of all, I would like to see the originals kind of shine. You know, so for you really don't have a dream property that you want to work with. You want to work on your own and expand that lore. I mean, as far as it's probably going to be our looking to, we're looking oh. to release that at. Uh, well, actually, we got this year for the first. You know, we were always trying to get into the like New York Comic Con in San Diego, but actually, we were able to get into the Five Points Festival. is a, is a, is a, is a basically a toy designer festival kind of. I mean, it was it's almost like. San Diego Comic Con and New York Comic Con and even Designer Designer Con, which was going on in California in uh, in November, it's it's basically more focused on like toy designers and, mm-hmm. and art in, in general. It's not really based on you know popular properties. I mean, you're you're going to see that kind of you know version of people you know interpreting that into their uh, artwork, but this uh, Five Points Festival is going to have you know like the the, the, you know, a few of the main toy people, especially, uh, you know, if you've ever read Clutter Magazine, which is a toy magazine, that's where, you know, you're going to see some of these artists, you know, they're going to invite these people and, you know, it's just trying to promote the toy scene. You know, it's not, it's not where it should be, especially in Texas. So sometimes, you know, you kind of got to go where the eyes are. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think, uh, you know, since we lost Domi here, actually, I, I don't want to even say that. I was going to say since we lost Domi, we don't have the kind of an avenue for avenue for that but insomnia has been doing a really good job 
of you know keeping those independent and artists and vinyl vinyl artists out in the limelight too yes most definitely um well, you know we, we've uh, we've uh now that chris uh from insomnia has uh, moved his gallery you know he's more open to have shows mm -hmm. for uh you know for that kind of artwork he kind of took over what east end was doing and starting to do kind of the pop culture shows but they're also doing some some original shows as well and uh, like you're saying, they're, they're promoting the vinyl side and they're letting a lot of artists kind of, you know, dip their toe into this cur curation. And we, we've done it before with our death strokers where we invite a lot of artists that kind of kind of do what I call gore brow, kind of like you said, that gory style of artwork with ink and, and, and uh, paint and strokes and graffiti, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, also, we're, we're looking at doing uh, our own toy show. I did one last, a solo toy show last year for our uh, toy release in Houston called Gross for All. And that was for our green colorway scad ball, which is the original colorway. But now uh, we're talking to Chris about doing another customized toy show, probably a Gross for All too, and then probably invite other artists to customize the scad ball however they want to see fit. It's, you know, it's, it's a resin platform toy. And they'll be able to, you know, drill into it or paint it or glue it or, you know, do whatever they want to do. So that we're kind of looking forward to that. And hopefully we can get something going for the summer. Oh, man, you, tr you truly are living the dream, huh? <laughs> I'm trying to, or at least I'm uh, <laughs> delusional about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, as, as, as quick as those pins go, you know, there's going to be a lot of demand for your artwork for years to come. You know, we have been like when I first started doing these pins, I didn't even know what these enamel pins were. I used to go to these Star Trek conventions and I would see like, you know, the starships and the, the rank enamel pins. I'm like, really? You know, like they want me to do this kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I got lucky because some of the factories that were reproducing the work, you know, they got got all the details pretty much right. You know, and it's mm -hmm. pretty much to me to make them eye catching and, and visually appealing. But um but since then, you know, we've been on vacation and we went to Disney, of course. You know, Disney kind of is a little bit of here and there and everywhere. They have these large pin huts set up where it's nothing but oh, yeah. collector pins. So they're driving that market for just the taste of a pin for, you know, for their brand. But at the same time, you know, they're, they're like, hey, you know, there's this pin thing going on and it's legit. So now, you know, it's given other artists, you know, a platform to work off of. At the same time, it's up to the artists to uh you know drive interest to the artwork now now you've got now you can make pins anybody can you know as long as you have a little bit of money and a down payment you can make a pin <laughs> but what are you going to do to to catch you know catch those people's eyeballs and you know keep them on the art that's it's totally up to the artist you know it's funny that you said eyeballs because i turned over and i have my drifter and his eyeball is you know on his way out so <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens uh, with the space yeah so uh you know the Best of luck to you on everything. Do you know what where you're going to be at yet at Comic Palooza, or they have not sent that out yet? Uh, uh, we definitely appreciate that, and I haven't got a booth number yet, but I'm going to have to look. I, they they really hold things close to the chest for Comic Palooza. I mean, normally we don't get that information until maybe two weeks to a week out from the mm -hmm. actual day. So if I do find out, I'm definitely going to post it up and you know try to get everybody where I'm going to be. If not, just you know. You do like everybody else does and kind of, you know, do the walking dead up and down the aisles. <laughs> yeah, and, and then uh, if you want to check out any of, of his other stuff, skiderhouse.com, correct? Yes, that's our, that's going to be our store and also the oliveknight.com, which kind of showcases a little bit of the artwork that I've done in the past. And, and it has kind of like a bio and, and a little description of what skiders are, just in case, you know, you're wondering what, what's this thing with all these fingers. And... 
for any of Skyderheads listening, did you want to drop anything as a reward for listening? As a, like, uh, a, like a little up, up and coming pin or something? Uh, well, I, I could say that we're doing like, I kind of like to do these surprise uh, mini pins that we do at the events because I think they're fun. They're a little bit easier to wear than the, the bigger enamels, that are, the bigger pins that are kind of like belt buckles now. But we, ha- we do have a, a little mini pin coming out, and there's going to be six versions of it, six, six colorways, and it's going to be blind bag, of course. So, you know, we always have to make it fun some way, but most definitely be on the lookout for this one uh, by the booth. Awesome. All right, Chris. Well, thank you so much. I remember Skyder House and also the Olive Night are going to be the websites. Uh, Comic Palooza is coming up, and SCN will also be there. We won't have a booth or anything. We'll be walking around, but we do have a slew of panels, uh, which include how to create the perfect video game. And we're going to be doing uh, what, what the fuck is even Grimace and a couple of other things. Just stay stay tuned to the uh, Facebook page, and we'll make sure to drill it into your head. Uh, from myself and Chris. Good night, Space City.